When it feels like your world is falling apart, it is so difficult to handle things. I mean, you just you get overloaded. How do you respond? Um, that will make the difference in your marriage. You'll either move ahead or drift apart as uh, challenges come. I'm John Fuller, joined by my Focus colleagues, Aaron and Greg Smalley. And Greg, it's really important for couples to show some grace when there's a crisis. Um, but I think a lot of times patience runs thin and we kind of, our fuse gets lit and poof, it just goes bad. It really does because a crisis knocks us off balance in a sense. And so now we're, we're both kind of flailing around and it's so easy then to strike out towards our spouse in those moments, or it's easy to shut down and, and totally withdraw. What I like about the idea of grace is that when we give grace during a crisis, this really creates safety. When people are safe, their hearts are going to open. So a crisis, I promise, is going to shut hearts down because, again, you've been knocked so far off balance. You're just, you don't feel safe in life. And so your, your heart is shut down. But when we give our spouse grace, it helps them to feel safe. Their hearts are more likely to be open. And the reality is, if we're going to navigate a crisis well, it, it absolutely requires open hearts. My encouragement is figure out how do we, in the midst of the crisis, create safety. And it's really going to help us as we navigate any crisis. Yeah, I appreciate that. And we're going to hear now from a couple who have gone through a lot of health challenges and difficulties. Jeff and Sarah Walton spoke with Jim Daly about how they've walked through some of those times together. And I want to mention this because uh, your book, Together Through the Storms, you have designed it to help couples prepare for and work through the inevitable problems that marriage will put in front of you those difficulties. And you point to the Old Testament. We all <laughs> love to go to Job. Good old, I'm so glad God put Job in the Me Bible, too. right? Yes. Uh, but Job has some great lessons mm -hmm. for all of us when we're suffering. Yep. How did you pull the lessons from Job and apply them to your marriage? Sarah, let's start with you. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny, I think, when people hear that we wrote a marriage book on Job. It's, <laughs> it's very clear the look on their faces. Like, I have yeah. no idea how that makes sense. But it's so aspiring. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Most people want to skip past yeah. the book after yeah. the first two chapters. Let's skip past it. Yeah, but I found, I think when we were going through, and we had both been in Job a lot in that time frame. And so I think we started to notice little things that actually jumped out to us that related how Job and his wife interacted, how we tend to respond differently to suffering. Job and his wife were in the same situation. They both lost all that they lost, but it shows how differently we can respond to that suffering. Um, I think it shows how much the enemy is at work to really tear us apart and how much he uses that and sees that as a way that he can gain ground in your marriage is by just simply turning you against each other. And what's the best way to do that is to throw arrows at you that are going to send you maybe reeling into different types of directions, grieving differently, struggling, not communicating, all those things naturally come up. And so if you're not grounded in the word and you have not been prepared for that, it tends to kind of flip us on our heads. Well, and for those listening and viewing that, you know, may not be as familiar with the story, this is where Job's wife says in his despair, why don't you just curse God and die? Yep. I mean, you don't want to hear that from your wife. No, no thank you. No. I would <laughs> say, like, what? <laughs> I really love it. it something struck, stuck out to me when we were going through that of how Job responded to her. And he said, you are speaking like one of the foolish women. He wasn't saying you are a foolish woman. 
Job's wife, you are speaking like one of them. This is not who I know you to be. Mm. And so even in him calling her out on what he knew was not correct, he did it with graciousness and he was not tearing down her character. He was saying, no, that's not what you believe. I don't believe that's what you are believing, but that's what these other women would say who do not follow the Lord. So I appreciated that because I think that can be a very very small difference in the way that yeah. we approach each other. You know, I, I think it's fair to, to recognize that within the Christian community, we're quick to gravitate toward the blessings of God, toward the easy yeah. path. And we equate that to favor with him, right? Mm-hmm. So if everything's calm and there's no chaos and, you know, we say God must love us, yes. <laughs> right? Yep. Yeah. I, I hate to say it so boldly, but we That's think true. very positively about the relationship. Yeah. But I can tell you being an orphan kid and growing up in that environment and learning the lessons that I had to learn, what you have to do as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus, is to be content regardless of your circumstances. I think that is what puts a smile on God's face. Mm -hmm. It's easy to smile when things are going well. I think God is full of joy for us when we can um, smile at him when we're in our difficulty. But it's hard to do. It is. Well, and wouldn't you say that's really what makes believers stand out? If we're comfortable and a non-believer's next to us and they're comfortable, there's not a lot that's different there. That's nothing that they're going to look at us and be like, wow, what do they have that I don't have? Mm. But when suffering strikes and we turn to the Lord and we find contentment in it, there's something otherworldly that they see in us. And that is where there's this distinguished thing that stands out in a believer that makes others take notice. Well, and I think wisdom would say who you are at your core is what shows up Mm. in that moment, Mm. not on the mountaintop, but in the valley. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, you deal with a lot of different uh, couples and individuals in your practice. Speak to the person who is thinking, my spouse didn't handle that tough time well, and I'm shut down and I don't care. Yeah, that's rough. And But bottom line, two different people, two different paths, two different family of origins and beliefs about crisis and experiences with crisis— more than likely you're going to handle crisis differently. And so it's creating a space that there's room for both reactions to crisis. However, I will say, as we were thinking, as I was thinking about this, I can remember, I don't even know, Greg, if you remember this, when our son, who's 21 now, was like three years old. And he used to sit on his little tricycle at the top of this big driveway and he would go as fast as he Just could fly down the fly driveway. down and every time I'd be like can you at least put a helmet on uh, he was he was crazy and I knew it was going to happen he dumped over and he came in just bloodied everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I can remember, I did not handle that well. And it was hilarious because I'm the nurse. You're, I, was gonna, and, <laughs> I was just going to say, you're a nurse. And so. I can remember Greg oh was very loving. <laughs> he set a very loving, firm boundary with me of like, hey, I got this. And what I love about that is that he was able to kind of say, you know what, I see this is really hard for you. I can step in. And as a married couple, we're a team. And, you know, recognizing that in those moments when something, you know, gosh, this side of heaven, these terrible things can happen, much worse than my son coming in bleeding, that we have each other to walk through those crises mm-hmm. together and to to work together. Sometimes it means like, hey, 
I'm going to take this. You know, you focus on you, you know, calming down and breathing and whatever you need. I'll, I'll step forward now. And then more than likely, the other individual is going to need to step forward. Um, but really, you know, and then taking time to go back and go, okay, what was going on for you? Really trying to understand and being curious about what was going on for the other person and how are we each doing as we're walking through this crisis? Yeah, uh, that is so uh, good to hear. And I'm thinking as you're speaking about times where we have had totally different reactions, and I'm glad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just glad one of us can prevail in the moment and we have that bond Dina and I do, that we're together. Now, it doesn't always feel that way. It doesn't always work out perfect. But overall, over time, yeah, together is way better. So uh, if that's your heart, if you want to learn, if you're going through a tough season now or you know somebody who is, uh, contact us and get a copy of the book that Jeff and Sarah Walton have written. It is so good. It's deep. It's thoughtful. It's biblical. It's called Together Through the Storms. We're making that available for a donation of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family today. Uh, join the support team. Make a monthly contribution if you can, uh, a one-time gift if that works for you. Uh, we'll say thank you for being a part of the team that makes Focus possible by sending a copy of that book together through the storms to you. And if what you really need is to talk to somebody but you don't have somebody in your corner, uh, we have a great team of caring Christian counselors. Our donor community makes it possible for them to give you a call back and have a free consultation over the phone. Uh, They can also point you to someone in your local area with whom you can speak on a regular basis uh, in the coming days, if that'll be helpful. Our number is 800, the letter A in the word family, and details are in the show notes. More from Jeff and Sarah Walton next time. And for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.